This is the Virtual Assistant Advantage podcast, the podcast for Christian virtual assistants and the ministry leaders, business owners, and bloggers who hire them. Learn the tips, tricks, and advantages of working together. I'm your host, longtime virtual assistant and virtual assistant coach, Alicia Avant. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Virtual Assistant Advantage podcast. I'm Alicia Avant, your host, and today we are starting a new series for the month of September, and that is going to be called Back to the Basics, all about virtual assistants, Um, just starting with the basics of what you need to know as you get started as a VA. It's been a while since I did any of these type of topics. Um, back when I first started the podcast last August, I did several shows at the beginning about the starting, uh, the startups of being a VA. So today, um, we are going to be talking about budgeting for the virtual assistant. So when starting a VA business or any business for that matter, money is often a big concern. How do I know this? Well, because I had the same concern as well. The thought, what if I cannot afford to do this, buzzed around in my brain along with other questions, such as how much is this going to cost? Do I need a website? Do I have to have it designed? Do I need a dedicated phone line? I honestly wished now that someone would have taken me by the shoulders, looked me in my eyes and firmly said, slow down. (laughs) But unfortunately for me, nobody did that. So fortunately for you, I'm attempting to do that through this podcast. Please don't do what I did and don't spend money too fast. So I spent money that honestly I didn't have to spend and I'll admit that. So in fact, this is going to sound crazy. But when I started my business, I went to the bank and I took out a personal loan for $3,000. So pick yourself off the floor, stop crying, and don't worry. You don't need to go to the bank and take out a personal loan for (laughs) $3,000. In fact, all I had to show for that a year later were the payments I had to make on it. I don't know what I did with that money besides buying Um, myself some cute things for my closet office and maybe a few business cards that are still sitting in that closet. But the only thing of real value that I spent time uh, or spent that money on was some online training that I got from some of the ladies who reached out to me in my first days of business. So the online training that I took on some of the basics of business was the most valuable thing that I spent money on. And the truth is that training was pennies compared to the $3,000 loan. So quite honestly, the training cost about 10% of that amount and it paid for itself a million times over. So before you spend money. Let's talk about some of the basics, basic needs. Um, there are some very basic needs that a virtual assistant must have, and these things include a computer, high-speed internet, a phone, and a quiet place to work. Let's go back over those things. You don't have to have the latest and greatest computer, but you do want a computer that can run basic programs, and internet. 
You also want high-speed internet. Working virtually requires that you be able to connect to the internet quickly and easily, and you want to invest in a reliable internet service provider. But let me tell you that I started my business on DSL, which in comparison to what I have now is extremely slow. And I just upgraded over the years as the upgrades became available. I live in the middle of nowhere, so I did not have the option. I had one internet option, and that was the only option I had, so that's what I took. I now finally have fiber, but I got fiber this year, um, in fact, in 2021. And so it just has to be what you can get. A phone, whether you have a landline or a cell phone, you may need to have a way to communicate with clients or potential clients. You don't have to have a separate one. You can always use Google um, Google Voice, which is actually um, has a free option there, and you can get a different number that can ring to your phone or that you can just have people leave voicemails to. So that's a great way to keep from having to give out your personal number and allow you to have a voicemail that your clients or potential clients can leave messages to. So that's a great alternative to a separate phone line. And then finally, the quiet place to work. It isn't necessary to have an office. It's nice to have a place to call yours when it comes time for work, but you could claim a corner of your bedroom, redo a closet, make it an office nook, or use a spare room if you have one. I personally did not have a spare room. I used my closet office for quite a while, and then I wanted to be able to close the door, so I took the corner of my bedroom, and that's where I am even now. Now, let's talk about handling your business finances. I realize that you're probably more concerned about making money. However, it is important that you have a solid budget and bookkeeping plans in place before you ever make money. If you don't do anything else, At least establish a separate PayPal account or checking account to keep your business finances separate from your personal finances. This will make things much easier to handle when it comes to tax time. And you also want to track your income versus your expenses. There are a variety of ways to do this. I recommend using a system for this, whether you just use a simple spreadsheet or a more robust bookkeeping Programs such as QuickBooks. QuickBooks has a variety of options. They have QuickBooks Online, QuickBooks Self-Employed. I use the Self-Employed. It is basic. It is also very inexpensive, and it does what I need it to do. And though I'm not an accountant and I cannot provide advice in that area, I do, as a personal, as an experienced virtual assistant, suggest that you have good records when it comes to tax time. Being self-employed means you have to pay your own taxes, unlike if you had an employer. So I suggest making an appointment with a certified public accountant. At the very least, you want to keep those records, as I mentioned. So tracking your income versus your expenses is super important. And that's what I use QuickBooks for. And it creates a what is called a Schedule C, which is basically a summary of those things for you. It also will create profit and loss statements, which I really like to keep up with. And it's a great way to kind of keep tabs on where you are in your income versus your expenses, where your profits are, those types of things. And to me, that's encouraging to see your income grow 
and to make sure that you're not spending too much. So I highly suggest that. Well, that's all I have for you in this week's episode. Be sure to come back next week and we're going to be talking about services to provide as a virtual assistant. So if you're not sure, if you're brand new and you're not sure what types of things you can do for clients, you'll want to be sure to check this episode. So hope you have a great day and thanks for listening.